G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. Here we go. This is number 165. And uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your busy day to listen to our uh, BS. Uh, anyway, this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to uh, do something completely different for Guitar Wank, but something I hope that you find enjoyable as much as Bruce and I did. Uh, besides that, uh, we have um, the picks. Guys, the picks are in the mail. I know you've been waiting. I've been holding off because we've been waiting to send out, waiting for new Guitar Wank picks. So the Barney Kessel picks and the Guitar Wank picks are in the mail. They're heading out, so hang tight. Um, if you send an envelope in, they're out. So look out for them. Uh, Patreon members. Uh, if you don't know about Patreon, you should go to patreon.com slash guitarwank and at least check it out because if you're a member of Patreon, you are in the running for some amazing prizes. We've already given away a Left Coast Boost Pedal and a Left Coast Workshop Delay Pedal. Two great pedals. We have, I think, two more, two, three more pedals from those guys to give away. We have a Quilter Amp to give away, and uh, which is amazing. And then we have a Wireworld Pro Audio gift pack to give away and some other prizes as well, Fender uh, gear and stuff like that. Uh, and we have some merch. So um, it's really a really good idea to be a part of Patreon because your chances of winning something are really high and we announce a new winner, I believe, this episode. Check it out. It might be at the start of the next episode because this is a two-part series. But anyway, uh, it's definitely this episode. We pick out a new winner and uh, so listen for your name. If you don't know about Patreon, go to patreon.com slash guitarwank, blah, blah, blah. Go to guitarwank.com and it's a little... Uh, tab on the top left hand corner click on that and you can check it all out remember we have merch guitar wank caps mugs t-shirts if you're waiting for a t-shirt i think a large uh you might be waiting for a little bit longer we're just we're just trying to get those all sorted and also we're going to get new guitar mugs we're waiting for those so hang tight if you do want a refund just let us know we'll take care of that um but we do have guitar wank caps um and of course we'll if, make up we'll send you a little bit extra if you decide to wait for those products we'll look after you mate don't worry uh big shout out to a couple of mates big shout out to lyle workman shane terrio <laughs> those guys have been sending me some fun stuff through text messaging i've been enjoying that they always seem to get me at the best time uh brett gar said g'day mate just uh thought i'd say g'day because uh we got to get Brett on the show, damn it. Um, what else is going on? That's it. I haven't done a big, long intro for ages. I bet you're happy about that. i got nothing to say. Why, why waste your time, mate? All right, so let's just get into it. This is uh, a different one for Guitar Wank. We hope you like it. Uh, we, people that are coming up, I'm very excited. Uh, we are going to have another drummer on the show. Woohoo! Um, uh, and... Um, <laughs> that's it that's all we're gonna have we're just gonna have another drummer on the show and um no uh joel taylor amazing drummer the guy's phenomenal i'm really excited we're gonna get joel taylor on the show uh and we'll get a bunch of other people gonna come on as well of course lukather just emailed me that day the infamous steve lukather who will probably never come on guitar <laughs> wank 
But he did say He emailed me straight He's so good at emailing us straight back He's like Troy I'm in Japan For a couple of weeks And then I'm home for two months And I promise I'll come and do guitar wank Not like I was begging or anything But he's such a good bloke And um, we're excited to have Luke on the show Steve Vai You gotta get back to us man Steve Emails Anyway Get back to us uh, Alright let's get into it This is 165 Remember if you don't want to be a part of Patreon, up your bum. No, not really. If you don't want to be a part of it, you can donate or you can just keep listening or just spread the word. You don't have to give money. You don't have to do anything. Just spread the word. Share it with your mates. Share it with your mum. G'day, mum. Uh, and we'll go from there. All right. Be good. We're going to be doing some more Bruce Foreman videos on for Patreon members where Bruce will go through a tune or give some hints and that. I'm going to push him to do more of that stuff. Scott, I don't know where you are, man. You're in the universe somewhere. He was... I guess touring and he's out in the road. We'll get him back as soon as he's as he is available. Ah, it's too late. Let's get this over and done with. Guys, be safe, be careful, and uh, let's all keep guitar wanking. Thanks, mate. Mates. Alright, I, kn- I know there was a delay on the, uh, a delay, there was a, <laughs> I know there was a delay on that, uh, little intro I did then. I'm not gonna change it, okay? But I'm just letting you know I know that you know that now I know, okay? So, just, it's, shit happens. Just, uh, yeah, anyway, it was a delay, 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 delay. <laughs> well, here we are. Crikey's. Guitar wing. Now, this is like, an, this is a great moment here. This is a moment we've all been dreaming right, of since right. we were we, young fellas. Since I was a kid, you know, yep. beer. Beer. What's better than beer? More beer, right? Wasn't there Yahoo Serious? You invented beer, right? Who? Yahoo Serious. Really? Movie. Yeah. Is that was his name? Yahoo Serious? Yahoo Serious. That's who invented beer. Uh, yeah, it's been yeah, documented it. in movies, Can you say Bruce. that fast three it's times? O- it's obvious. <laughs> Yahoo Serious. He in- he's an Australian guy. He invented beer. It was well documented in an amazing movie in uh, Hollywood. I see. I think it won an Oscar. Uh-huh. It's fucking amazing. It's yeah. beer. Okay. We're, we're already starting with the factual corrections now. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm gonna, this is going to be a busy, busy night for me tonight. <laughs> Anyways, we have a special guest. As you know, folks, we are the lucky humans that have an actual beer sponsor for our podcast. There is no other podcast that <laughs> I know get of. Still up. I know, I know. I mean, we're like the, we're like the fucking NFL. <laughs> Anyways, a Major League Baseball put together. And we have with us a man who knows more about this beer than anybody sitting in this room. <laughs> right now, I can say that. And he represents the beer. And uh, we're just hoping that he can share the story with us and the wankers, but still not lose his job in doing it. <laughs> that that's, is hope. that's our goal. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you Yahoo. No, I mean uh, <laughs> Nick Fiorina. Yes, yes. What's your official title with North uh, Coast Brewery? Well, first, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me over to this awesome man cave. This. This this phenomenal room of music and sound. I'm so excited to be a part of it, and uh, hopefully get to hear you guys play a little bit of tunes earlier. But my name is Nick, and I am the uh, LA County Sales Manager for Los Angeles um, down here. You know, I have from Long Beach to Mammoth, so I I am a road warrior for the company. I got about eight years deep with this fabulous beer, uh, going door to door and bar to bar, and uh, having a lot of fun. 
doing it every day. Door to door, bar to bar. There's but a song. Yeah, eight there. years. Eight you, years. Wow. Now, what did you do before this? Oh, I was all over. I worked in film and TV, like everybody else in LA, for about ten years. I was a first AD towards the end. I, of course, spent many a year bartending, slinging right. drinks in between <laughs> gigs and production. You know, PAing and seconding and all that stuff. And uh, I just kind of, it really was a miracle that I ended up here. Um, I was coming off of a show and I got a call from a guy I knew down in San Diego and he said, where you live in? I said, Hollywood. He said, you want to get into beer? And I said, Stupid sure. I've been in beer for my whole life. <laughs> right. you, mean, you mean less stress and uh, <laughs> like a, a you know, fun job, me going out talking beer every day? Sure, I'm in. So I went and met with the folks. Had a great trip up to Fort Bragg, and it actually turned out that I was up there six months before shooting a show. Oh, wow. And I was drinking at the brewery, crushing scrimshaws and Brother Tees and Raspies with my crew. And then who would have thunk it? Like six wow. months later, I'm working for the brewery. And it's been eight years of wedded bliss, as my dad would say. <laughs> you know, But uh, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. That's awesome. Now, where are you from originally? Uh, originally, I'm from the Midwest. But yep. uh, I grew up in San Diego, so I guess... I love the Cardinals. I'm a huge Cardinal fan yeah. with uh, with passion and pride. But I uh, grew up in San Diego and moved up here in 99, chasing the dream, you know. You're, so, you're yeah. our first beer guy on the show. Yeah. Hey, do you play music? Are you a musician? You know what? Uh, I actually played the alto sax from the time oh, I right. was 8 until I was 20. Yeah. I still have it. Yeah. I actually found my dad's saxophone that he used when he was in third grade. Found it in my grandma's basement at 8 years old. Drove my aunt crazy because she was still living in the house. Eight years old, I'm trying to play George Harrison. Um, oh, what's that song? His 80s, his last hit, his last solo hit. Uh, trying to play the saxophone part in that at eight years old. And I fell in love. My when, mind set on you? That's it. Got my mind set on you. That's exactly Fucking it. Great song. Great I love, track. I love Super George simple. Yep. But a good, fun song. I got that sax suit. I played it every night. And <laughs> my parents were like, all right, you need lessons because you're terrible. And... Uh, so I played up through high school and through band, and then I actually, um, you know, I love music, and when I kind of left film and I got into beer, um, I needed to kind of find something else, so I started DJing, and I spin house oh, well. music, or I have spun at the clubs for the last 15, 18 years all over Hollywood. I played in Miami, Thailand, you know, I mean, I'm no big rock star guitarist, but I... I spun some tracks, had some fun. And, Dude, you know. you're the fucking hey. You're the guy that's <laughs> taking our jobs. Our first beer guy and first DJ. This is a first. Yeah, but the guy's taking our gig, man. I, I'll trade the beer, okay, for the gigs. I guess that's worth doing. Well, I'm not 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 playing so much anymore. I'm semi-retired, happy to produce. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at your setup and it's kind of licking my chops a little bit. I'm like, okay, is that logic? Yeah, okay. You know, um, but uh, I love music, and that's what's honestly been really cool as I bring this back to North Coast Brewing, yep. is all the support that we've done you know, for jazz and for jazz education through our beer, Brother Thelonious. And you know, I, I know that's how, Bruce, you came in to be with the team, with Doug. How, how did that actually kind of come together well, for you guys? Well, you know, I, I've known Doug, and I knew Doug's brother as well. I don't know if you ever met I him, have not, Bill. I don't know. They, uh, I don't, Bill just passed away recently. Um, Bill was, is a drummer. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure, I think I'd met Doug long before this, but I remember going up to Mendocino, I'm a novelist as well as a musician. And Put Bill, me in one of your books, and please. Bill, <laughs> and, Bill, and Bill is is, uh, is a drummer and a novelist, and we did like a thing where we both read from our novels and played 
trio together in some bookstore in Mendocino or something. I, I'm pretty sure Doug was at that. Although I'm not sure. Anyways, I've known Doug for a long time. Obviously through the Monterey Jazz Festival. I've, I've been playing at that festival since 1978. I've probably played it like yeah. 25, 30 times. And uh, I was in the all-star band for about 15 years. And um, he was starting the Sequoia Room. Right. The, the, uh, the jazz, he was starting to do jazz in his tap room up there. And we were on the road with my band Cowbop my little cowboy jazz band, and we were actually the first band to play in that club. No kidding. Yeah. The answer to a trivia question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. and you know, and, 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 and usually I close clubs. It's, this is one right. of the success, you know. <laughs> usually I'm the last guy to play in something. I'm sure right. that I'm the first guy. Right. <laughs> so what did, you, what did you think of the sound in, in the room? I think it sounds pretty good. It sounds much better now. It was different then. Uh, the... The uh, stage was on a the as you walk in the door it was on the opposite wall, and uh, but that was before they kind of extended the the room I think out into the garden a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm trying to remember, but I think that's what they did, and then they moved it in where it is now. It's it's a great room. Yeah. It's a really it's I, I know all the guys who go up there, you know, and it's so remote. It's hard to get there. And then, and then you get there, and there's this amazing room. And then you're treated so well. Everybody's just kind of like, uh, they, it's like, it's like candid camera. They're waiting for something weird right. to happen. Right. You know, like some. Have, have you gotten uh, up north yet? I haven't Troy? gone there we yet. we got to get Troy up there. i got to, obviously, got to go on tour up there. I yeah. Right, it. right. I let's totally see, let's see if we can get some time. I think you'd love it. It's, I mean, Fort Bragg, California. It's not the one in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, am I getting is Fort Bragg famous or is that the Carolina? Fort, Fort Bragg, Bragg is famous, but the big one that you you know is the Marine. Yeah, there's some military base. Was in, that Goma Pyle? Was he from Fort Bragg? That, that, <laughs> who was from no, Fort no, Bragg? No. Right. I mean, uh, Fort Bragg. I don't think I bet Goma Pyle was probably a fictitious army base. I uh. doubt that they'd use a real one for that. But Fort Bragg is a famous army base, right? In North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah. But so. Fort Bragg also is famous because. The movie "The Russians Are Coming" was filmed up there. This is a you're, recent of course, you're movie. You're so young. Right? No, that was <laughs> shit. You're too young. You Let's go back to Yahoo Serious. Yeah. I know all you about guys, Yahoo you, Serious. You Are even, you kidding you guys me? Don't even I need to go buy that on DVD. I mean, Fort Bragg up north is kind of famous for the rush. You know, like the Russians were up there. Back before we were there, you know, it was like the early explorer days. The oh, Russians, wow. Russians were up in Northern California there you know, whaling and stuff. and uh, We'd have to check with Trump on that one. I don't know. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and, and it's really an amazingly remote place still to this day. But they filmed, for those old people like me who remember The Russians Are Coming, which was a great movie with, John, uh, you know, with Jonathan Winters and a bunch of uh, Alan Arkin, Eva Marie Saint. Right. It was a great movie. It was about some Russian submarine that got stranded off the coast of this little podunk town. It looks like Cape Cod. It looks very much like Cape Cod up there. And and like these Russians came on to the just to get some parts and some shit to fix their submarine and then everybody freaked out thinking it was a Russian invasion and the whole town kind of got all stupidly armed for it and you know, it was a seriously hilarious movie called the Russians so that's and it's a fishing port it's a real it, it, there's oh, a so lot it's of, right on the water it yes. is right on the water it's Mendocino that, coast but it's like it's what five miles north of Mendocino the town of Mendocino yeah 15 I'd say yeah, yeah. same same yeah. yeah it's you know what it's unfortunately the fishing has really 
dropped off. And what really what made oh. it big before that, even even bigger, was the redwood f- logging, and that is all. Is it near redwood? Yes. Yeah. But they've of course stopped the harvesting of it, which it's really like that poor area. If it wasn't in many ways for North Coast, that town. It was. It's been hit so hard, so bad, wow. from both like the redwood, the 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 logging going away, yeah. and then the fishing problems that they're, that are there. You know, there's still a great harbor where they're doing some fishing. Uh, I would imagine there might be some small just, amount of logging going on, but like that's not, not an industry. What it once was. Did they fish it out? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know if that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why, but it's not. It's not robust anymore, and it's just, it's kind of a depressed area, and it, the way it. It's so isolated from the Bay Area. There's only like two ways in. One is like this long road in from Cloverdale, and it's beautiful. There's some wineries now along the way. Yeah. But it's it's some serious. Now, you know, is it backwards. a tourist destination at all? No, because it's so remote. There are tourists that go there, but it's not like Car- like Carmel, for instance, yeah. where I live. That's a tourist destination because yeah. it's so easy to access. Uh, yes, Mendocino in particular, the town is beautiful. It's where they shot. Uh, Murder, she wrote. Yeah, quite oh, a bit. Oh, really? Cabot Cove. That's is yeah, yeah. And so, um, but it is. It's like three hours or more from San Francisco by car. Yeah, how far from where you're at? Oh well, I'm another two hours or more because I'm south of San Francisco. Oh, but okay. I mean, think about it. You know, Carmel is an easy couple hours from San Francisco, yeah. and this is like three and a half, really. It, so it's way up it's, there. It's, it's, it's a long way up. It's called the Lost Coast, and it's for a good reason. It's but just, there is a brewery called Lost Coast. We're not them. No. Just no. <laughs> There's known. actually a publishing house that they publish my novel that are up there. Really? Yeah. Wow. We have one more beer here while we chat here, fellas. Okay. Picard. Well, you know, right, you know I was going to say there's... Did you lose your mic? Oh, did I? No, it's still good. Oh, it's still okay. awesome. Uh, he's, he's good. He's the, uh, the Another great movie that I just actually watched this past weekend that was shot up there, if you guys remember it, 80s classic Overboard with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. That was shot up there? That was shot. You can actually see the bridge when you're yeah. watching and they pull into the little cove. No way. And uh, that's one I, you know, I've not gone up there a few times. I always ask him, okay. What what was shot up here? Well, you know, because I want all the history. I feel yeah. like I need to go see this yeah. when the Russians are coming. The you know, there's only seven thousand people in the town. You're absolutely right. The brewery has really kept the lifeblood alive. We have a little running joke up there where if you live in the area, either you work at the brewery, you're an artist because there's a big art colony in Mendocino, or you grow pot, and that's pretty much the reality. Now, it's, I'm getting a vibe that this is an untapped tourist awesome destination. It like is. is the it coast is beautiful. The, 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 oh yes. Oh yeah. It's except for like just the the and I mean relative difficulty getting to it is the only thing holding. But it's it is still for what the, also. For, what do you mean for, difficult to get to? Is it like it's, it's it's a tough drive and it's a long drive. Either you go in up to Willits on Highway 101, and this is some circuitous mountain logging kind of highway. It's pretty rough. Or you oh, go oh, you oh. go up through Cloverdale, which is long kind of river valley. I'm talking forward driving. No, 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 no. But actually, <laughs> actually, if there's <laughs> no, a lot of rain, if there's a lot of rain, 126 becomes yes. impassable at one point because it's so low and the river raises so high. Um, I like to say that uh, you know it takes some patience. 
to get yourself up there, but there's nothing like being on that two lane road through the redwood forest, going in and out, and then you suddenly like come through an embankment and the the the, the fog kind of releases and you make your way to the coast and suddenly you're on the water and there is these beautiful huge waves crashing against these rocks uh, jetting up from the water uh, 20 foot cliffs and waves crashing it's stunning it's beautiful it's chilly but it is a great it's a great escape yeah, it's a I great just came getaway. in my pants this oh, is amazing it's, I gotta it, go there seriously it's amazing up there no it's 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 is it how it's chilly it right? gets cool yeah it gets cold yeah yeah I mean that's, it's, you're not far from Oregon a couple oh, of hours okay yeah. that's far north right that's why all of our, if you go to our shop to get our awesome clothes, they're all like hoodies and sweatshirts. <laughs> and, but, and I'm like, guys, a I lot live in Southern Cal. Too. Like, I need some light t-shirts, guys, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a beautiful area and we've got a lot of great beers. I hope you guys, which has been your favorite so far? Is there well, one that kind of grabbed you guys? We, you know, I, I'm getting a, an education here and it's, it's, you know, I'm just happy to get it. <laughs> uh... Um, makes me visit the bathroom rather frequently, but uh, you, know, you know what can I say? I, I can I can I didn't know anything about North Coast and, uh, until Bruce, but obviously I started with the Scrimshaw because mm-hmm. I, I like that, and then I was looking at all the other beers. I'm like, nah, I'm probably not going to like this because I'm I'm not really into dark beers. And then I tried some. I was like, oh shit, this this is good. really good. Yeah. So I've actually found it. This what's the seal? What red seal? Red seal. Yeah. I was into that one, and then uh, I had one of your stouts. Is it the Russian? The Rasputin. Oh yeah. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> so I'm working my way through the flavors right. and enjoying it. Like they're really, really good. I, I'm and I'm not. I am not paid to say any of this shit. None of us are. No. There's no money going. No, well, no. I am. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell you what, though. This is the fun thing to me about our what we do now of course look there are a million options out there these days there's so many great breweries and a lot of them make really great beer what i love about ours is that mark our brewmaster and his amazing recipes he's put together stuff that's a great representative representation of each style Mm -hmm. um they're balanced they're food friendly you know you can you can have i'm telling you a chocolate piece of chocolate cake with that rasputin will blow your mind you know i have a lot of uh restaurants that actually you know they fry their fish you know with scrimshaw to make their fish and chips um we're really we focus on food and being a a raising experience for both the food and the beer, which is really cool. I mean, I didn't know anything about beer and cheese before I started this, and now I know way too much, you know? Um, And it's fun. It's cool. I didn't realize that I could try this and drink this and, like, oh, shit, they... Wait a minute. Like, that made it better. So you guys (laughs) approach it like wine like they approach wines in in, in many ways and yep. or just fine fine cuisine you know and just to kind of bring it to music you know something i honestly say quite a bit is um you know beer is very much like music not all the flavors and not all the jams are going to move you i may not be into napalm death but my buddy loves it and that <laughs> right. is cool you know i'm i'm stoked for you may not be my thing and it's the same thing with beers where you know it's uh you know it's it's very much a feeling of like everybody can have they their own death. opinion no, that's not like a sex position is it no well, it, <laughs> could, it could be bruce uh, yeah you be. know what actually anything's possible <laughs> yeah I mean, well, I mean i'd worry about your buddy too. And, and and honestly and honestly the same thing with you know uh beers and songs as far as like time of day and foods 
Some songs are good at 9 a.m. and some are good at 3 in the morning and some are good at noon on a, on a cold day. And it's the same thing with beers. You know, I, I find a place for every beer, whatever it is. If I'm barbecuing, if I'm grilling, there's something that's going to find that moment to kind of fall into that little keyhole for me of, of joy and uh, positivity. Anyway, just bad. Sure, Damn, don't get me started. No, no, no. You just <laughs> made me want to drink more beer, which is an amazing thing. At, at 9 o'clock in the morning, that's the... I mean, because, you know, I've always felt that the first one of the day is always like... It's, it probably means I'm an alcoholic or something. But actually, no, I'm not... I don't think an alcoholic no. has the first one of the no, day. No, 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 it's no. just continuous. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> plus, plus, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a drunk. Alcoholics go to meetings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true that's a good point yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, but anyways you know at 9 o'clock that would be kind of the first one you know getting out of the way I don't have to wait around for the first one of the day boom you wake up that's the hair of the dog if you have but, one but you know I mean do you have one that goes with toothpaste you know, uh, that's funny. That's very funny. I was going to say, just wait till football season. Everybody gets started a little bit earlier when right, football yeah. season started. Sunday morning at 10. Oh, it's noon somewhere. Right, Let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Now, um, you, what, me, what impressed me about you guys so much, North Coast, was just the, the matter, um, the things you guys are doing and supporting outside of just making beer. Like, I know Budweiser. And I kind of feel like they endorse tits and hamburgers. And big horses. And big horses. And That's... I can get into all of those things, too. I'll yeah, be I mean, we can all get into that. <laughs> well, we, we, but... Once we take over. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i got to say, like, you guys not only making a, a, a stellar beer. Oh, not stellar beers, I shouldn't say that. Stellar, but great beer. Stellar beers. Stellar. Yeah. If you, guys, you guys make great, great beers. But also the fact that you guys are supporting, like, getting behind jazz and the marine stuff. What else was there? There was there was the agriculture. I mean, the, the, what, which which actually I was uh, informed that what the way I told the whole story was there was a part missing from last time about that farm that they have and they're growing the food and making outreach for teaching kids how to you know they're eating the food and they're you know. Hold on, who, are to, we still talking about a beer company? Yeah, because yeah. this okay, doesn't make fucking but, but sense. But this, this is how it all started. Was they have all the spent grain after they, um, the after they brew beer, right? right? You know, and in order to make a car- less carbon footprint, they wanted to make fertilizer out of it. So that's the other thing. So they've got this farm now where they can use that grain f- to fertilize their sustainable agriculture. So that's just another part to the story that I didn't tell. We, you know, and so like, meanwhile, they're they're growing, they're doing outreach, teaching kids, and of course, we all know that some of the kids are going to use some of that information for growing pot. You know? <laughs> we know that, and I mean, it's legal now, so hey, you know, and that's been a it's been a big industry up there for a long time. <laughs> time. So, um, yeah, don't go walking off the trail when you go visit. Do not go through the fence, over the fence. If you see a do not enter, do not enter up there. <laughs> yeah. But as far as the farm goes. Um, it is some. It really is a huge source of pride for pride for North Coast. Um, it's kind of weird how we're all kind of set up in this little town. It's it's kind of a long town as it goes down the coast. So it's almost like Monopoly, where we own um, Pennsylvania and we own Baltica and Park Place, but we don't own St. James Place for this. You know, <laughs> so we have our brewery and we have some of our barrel aging stuff. But a couple miles down the road, we have a nice large piece of land that we have turned into our farm. I was there at the beginning. 
We have this fabulous lady, Galway, who runs it. From what has, you know, what I always say, from humble beginnings come great things. And the guys put together a beautiful array of vegetables that we have at our restaurant. We have at farmer's markets. Oh, wow. And you nailed it with the, um, with, the, with the carbon farming that we do. We lovingly call it irrigation, which I yeah. think is pretty funny. I think it's a great title. Um, but a lot of breweries, and now there's anything wrong with it, but they give their feed to cows. And, you know, it's a great way to unload. But, of course, that'll turn into methane. So we literally have zero waste, as you said. I mean, the guys just turn it right back over. It's we have a hippie mentality, you know. It's a that's, bunch of rockers. Our prankster, awesome. our beer prankster. Um, we well, I guess for, I'm ready for another. I think you're I new. guess prankster's my next. Yes. Oh yeah. Is there enough? Is there two pranksters? Well, or one? yeah. Well, here we got two here. So what's fun about this beer is it's actually got a little rock and roll history. So prankster Ken Kesey, who followed around the Grateful Dead and wrote, wrote for Rolling Stone magazine. Um, dub them the merry band of pranksters. Prankster. So a little love for Jerry Bear, right? Is that cool? I love can, that. We, can we dig it? Uh, <laughs> you know what's what's great about this beer too is it's so balanced and it's so um, approachable for the Belgian style. Um, it's light. It's easy to drink. Nice, bright. It's my microphone it. picking up the effervescence. Oh, no. a bit about. <laughs> it's not my personality. It's actually the beer. <laughs> uh, it's. I think it's just a great representation of the style. And for those that aren't necessarily super into Belgians, it's a great way to like. Okay, this is where they're at because maybe they're not ready to jump into some big triple Carmelite from all the way from Belgium. That's going to be huge. This is going to be a little lighter, a little easier. I love it on a hot day. It's great with barbecue. It's great with salad. And this is a wheat beer, right? Well, it's got, uh, it has yeast in it. It's, it's not necessarily wheat beer, but there is some wheat and some yeast. That's what that little yeah. stuff at the bottom is. In fact, that's my favorite part. I just slipped that right down. <laughs> um, but it's really no, but it's, easy I've got a, It's got like a little taste, like a kind yeah. of... Now, now, if I have a gluten problem... Mm-hmm. Now, what beer should I be drinking? Do you guys have a gluten-free beer? We do not have a gluten-free Good, beer. Good, because I fucking hate that shit. Okay. I'm not gluten-free. <laughs> I think that is full of what shit. About, what about Putin-free? We are definitely Putin-free. I okay, guess. okay. I, that, we'll but, keep because, that one 100. I mean, I'm, oh, worried about, I'm worried about Putin. Sir, if you've beer. got a gluten problem and you're not drinking beer because you, you're you gluten, you need to recheck yourself. I, that's what I think. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Look, we don't have... We, don't, we, we still we, like gluten-free likers listening to the yeah, show. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean... <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. I do, do want to say that... I know we're all sensitive nowadays. The, yeah, but, but mo, most styles of guitar are gluten-free. Oh, that's nice, right, too. Thank goodness. Most styles. Thank well, it's, it's impressive. As an Australian, I feel like beer is my, in my blood. And I'm a lightweight compared to my mates back in Australia. And we've, we've got some good beers down home. Do you guys do international? We do. And, in fact, I have a buddy. It's not Aussie, but I have a buddy who is in Tassie, yeah. Tasmania. And he sent me a text picture of uh, one of a four pack of our old stock ale he found in Tasmania. Wow. 1899 for a four pack. <laughs> I sent him back all kinds of high fives and made my day. We actually were, you know, we actually have a great uh, response in Sweden. Go figure. They love the Red Seal. They can't get enough. Wow. Uh, we have some nice support actually in China and um, uh, Germany actually has brought on the Rasputin, which is a big deal considering That's their laws. Huge, yeah. So you know we have we have a nice little pull around the world. Um, after thirty years, you know we, the word's gotten out and people. What really about, make Bruce is going to Australia. You guys should get Bruce. Well, I, I asked him. Let's go. He's, he's, I'll go sell he, some beer. You should go with he Nick. said he didn't really have anybody. I said, wait a minute, get somebody. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Sold, guys. Yeah, right you know, okay, oh man, well, you gotta come with I mean, us. Yeah. Man, we're coming to Aussies, Aussies, as much as we're a, a lot beer of, culture, oh. we're open to new new beers, and especially anything from America, like like something like this. Aussies would jump on it because we support, you know, smaller companies trying to do. Fuck Budweiser. I mean, that's like making love in a canoe, right? It's just fucking close to water. Never want to speak it. Actually, but I'm. But well, you, you don't have to. As <laughs> a I, I, I mean, look, and I don't know I what can. you have about making love in a canoe. I mean, I don't know what the problem is there. Oh, it's it's fucking close to water. You just you know. Oh, oh God! I was. I knew that one. I swear, I knew that one. But um, it's fucking close to water. So great, dude. That's a great joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Budweiser is it's, it's yeah. pretty it's yeah. pretty bad it's uh you know it is what it is I am no, proud to hey, say that I we're drink. still we're I still family it. owned you know we haven't been eaten up by the man and um you know there's a lot of people in town that depend on us and um I'm proud of the fact that you know we've held true I mean there's somebody said for that and still being family owned and and following our credo like it's pretty cool so this is the correl- correlation that I like between North Coast and Guitar Wink Bruce, Guitar Wank is family owned. Yes, it is. There's it a is. lot of local people that, de- that depend on us. Well, they don't, but they probably <laughs> would depend on us if they knew about us. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, right. And, we, uh, we give back to the community. Right. And we're not but, but no, not bought out by, by the corporations. No, we haven't been bought out as much as we've tried. <laughs> as much as we would like to be. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, I can see why they picked us. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I knew right away. I could sense it. There was an aura that came yeah. off of you, Bruce. Yeah. I knew right away. Yeah. Golden. Golden locks. I still don't know what a poet laureate is. Well, I'm still trying to work that you out. You want to know what's tough is trying to figure out how to spell it. Yeah, right, right. I'm like, well, you know, I went through, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going through like yeah. three or four different literations. Well, I'm like, wait a minute. How do I not know how to spell this word? And you know, I mean, my manifesto went up today, but by the time the people will hear this, hopefully it will be more up there. But yeah, I, I kind of let the world know what to expect from me, which is very little. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. Hopefully, you enjoy enjoy it and uh, get to get the get a good word out for the beer. I appreciate you guys just taking the time. And I did bring a couple special things for you guys to take home um, or to share, whatever you guys want to do. I know we don't want to get too obliterated. This no, evening. no, but I. I I'm going to give you a little test here. Just All right. Nick, we're going to, we're going to play some, have some fun with you. Here. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. What am I going to do? I'm just thinking. I was just like in my mind, just thinking. Ten years down the road, and Nick comes back, and me and Bruce are like just like 400 pounds. Yeah. Sucking back beers, right. and Nick's like, you know, you guys. You've actually cost us a lot of money because yeah. of the beer you've drank. Right, right. And you it's, didn't make us anything. You didn't really we, help us. we get a bill. Um, I'll look upon you and smile <laughs> and say, I did this. Yes. <laughs> I would be so proud to now, see that. Now, now, Bruce and I have talked about this, and I know there's, this uh, being alcohol, there's regulations and all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Now, merchandise, can we, can we give that away? Can we send that? Can we... Uh, to our listeners, what well, is? Oh, wait, we need to find out about. We that. don't know yet. We don't know. That's this is a bit of a gray we may, area. We may just have to smoke it ourselves. Okay, it is gray. It is gray. It okay. is gray. But we'll I mean, see. We'll see what we're gonna do. We'll see. But, but if we can pass on anything to our listeners, well, like we, we will. suggest they, yeah, and then we suggest that they get some of the beer and check it out for themselves. Absolutely, that's and a good you know idea. The, yeah. the proofs. I'll just say this: I can talk and talk and talk. Try it. 
If you don't like it, you're crazy. It's good. It's easy to drink. It's quite. It's question. I saw it in Ralph's. I saw it. It's you can get it in yeah, Ralph's. Right? Yeah, we got. You have a couple skews there. Yeah, we've yeah. had some nice, nice support. I'm proud. I love to see it out. You know what I love? I love my uh, the text from my buddies who are like, "Bro, I just picked up a six pack here." It's my favorite thing. <laughs> they're like in the middle of nowhere. My my friends are in New York. They're like, "Bro," and they're taking a picture in the, of the cold box at some liquor store in New York. I'm like, That's "Awesome." Thank you. You were awesome. You thought of me. Thank you. And, and you deal with all of LA. Oh, the beast that is L.A., brother. Let me wow. tell you. Damn. You know, every day is a new adventure. I, I was in the alcohol industry for a blink of an eye. I used to do, um, like, promotions. Back in the day when I was a young young man, I did promotions. And I bet you had a good time. I had a... I was... It was one for them, two for me. Darn one right. for them. You know, I did, like, tequila promotions and stuff like that. Were you the guy with the whistles doing the popper? No, I had to. I did sows of tequila and a bunch of other stuff. But were you dressed as a, like a dinosaur? Oh no, it was really weird. I had to wear a cardigan, a green lime green cardigan. It was horrendous. But after an hour working, I was so drunk it didn't matter. You know, it's it was, a fun industry. It was a great. Oh, it was a great. Game. You know, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's obviously the music industry is amazing. But I'll say this about beer: it's a fun culture. The people are nice. People are cool. They're friendly. You know, they're outgoing, they're yeah. warm. Uh, you can't ask for much more than that on a, in, just in your daily life anyway, right? You know, but uh, it's pretty cool. Okay. And, and, and there must be some snobs, right? I mean, some... Oh, snobs Really? Oh, oh fellas. Like, I have, like I, the cork sniffers, oh, oh. you know? What, what do you call them? Like bottle top sniffers or something? Or, Man, uh, if you could imagine some but, of the but, stuff but, I've heard. But, like, I know there's wine snobs, right? But beer snobs? Oh, like, big time. Because the custom lager world is the, has got pretty big, right? Is that that's become like a thing for whatever for whatever you know is wine to be the biggest wine snob you've ever met? I can show you the exact same person that is that same as for beer, and they usually got about three hundred more pounds in a beer, but it's the same person. They are the same person. Wow. It's pretty funny. People get really passionate. You know, look, I love that people care, um, yeah. but I'll tell you, uh, I knew a lot about beer going in. I really studied and studied and studied to learn even as more than I could possibly know because. You're going to be challenged at every turn. Just yeah. like I'm sure you guys have had dudes roll up to you uh, as far as guitar or music and want to challenge you, question you, or, you know, well, I know this about, they got this hop here. And I mean, yeah. whoa. I, it's, it, but you know what? I love the passion. I love the people care. And it's, so I'll tell you, sometimes I learn stuff from them, you know, not a lot of the time. Is this a lot of people <laughs> that do home breweries and stuff like that? Oh, or? yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those folks. I mean, it's a great hobby. It's a fun thing to do. I've never done it. I, I don't think I want to do brew anything in my bathtub for anybody's sake. <laughs> but uh, but I'll tell you what. There's some, some guys out there. You know, again, from humble beginnings come great things. Yeah. I've known a couple dudes that I met eight years ago that were, you know, hey, look, dude, I did this at home. And now they have their own brewery. Mm. And they're kicking butt, and they got a restaurant, and they're owning it. And you wow, know, that's, that's cool. look. This is a great entrepreneurship. It's been great for the country. The yeah. boom, the beer bust, like on a, the beer boom, if you will. Think about all the jobs it's created, small businesses. Yeah, and, right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful lot, for all oh, that. You know, really, all the tap rooms. I mean, my gosh, yeah. I go. Tap I rooms, was just yeah. in uh, Denver. Actually, a little town called Arvada, which is like a suburb of Denver. You know. And like, where did we go? We went to this this one little brew house that where they're making the beer right there. And it's the local beer, and it's good beer. And you know, you have a burger or whatever, and you, it's the rest local restaurant, and everybody knows everybody. It's it's like Cheers again, you know. I mean, 
I think it's great. It creates community. You know, I mean, that's what I, like I told, I mean, that's what I like about beer. We hang out and like we talk and we, you know, I mean, it's, it's like a, a, a way for us to kind of just commune, like, like, like coffee, like eating. Could, like could you say, eating. I'm just di- digress here. Could you say that about strippers too? Yeah, or, yeah. you can. Well, you got to watch out for the poles, though. Oh, the poles! It does. Music does get loud in strip joints, so it does. It's probably a little different. It's a great place to come in. They don't have live bands in there anymore. That's true. They used to, right? That was a popular thing. I, I don't know I, if I, I ever grew up saw playing, that. I grew up playing in strip. Clubs. No kidding. Oh yeah. You've lived all the dreams. came on with a lot of ones. It was was a lot. Well, I never got any of that. You kidding? You've lived all my dreams, Bruce. Man, I I used to go from an all-night strip gig to playing in a black church. That was my my Saturday was I would play a regular gig, probably like 9 to 1 or so. And then I'd go from 2 to 5 or 6, play this over after-hour strip club. And then we'd, of course, waste but uh and we'd have breakfast and we'd go to the black church and play there and that'd be like a 10 church. hour gig at the black no, church no, that, was, just that was like two or three hours oh, you know? and then we'd pass out and then, you know and i'd wake up sometime monday <laughs> a shower and the shower for your soul as you leave from one of the next <laughs> yeah. what a run that is it was great i mean it was it was great you know i mean it's 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 efficient, you know. You sin, then you like say you're sorry, and everything's cool, and you go to sleep and you start over again. So, what were you playing at the church? Were you well, playing you know, like I mean, gospel? A, a gospel, or, yeah, gospel-ish. They, it was a church in in uh, San Francisco that had it was very jazz oriented, okay. but it was gospel. And well, more had, importantly, had, what were you playing in the strip clubs? Yeah, touche. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, mostly it was kind of like two five every, ones. You know, every, well, the, every every stripper generally their thing was there would be like a. Um, you know, kind of a blues, kind of shuffly thing that they'd come out and start with. And then you have to do an exotic thing. Like, usually the drummer played, like, mallets, kind of a, you know, boom, 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 you know, which right. is, is do that thing. And then you finish off with a burning-ass shuffle again, where she really goes down on it. And then, uh, and, and then you... Are you doing, like, nice. look cues from the dancer? She's yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. And she, you know you're going into yeah, the... Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Did you have a stage name, Tits Magoo? Yeah. I can oh, see you as Tits it. Magoo. No, no, no. But, uh, but, we, Chessie, you know, but it, was, it was continuous. So, like, there was about six of us, and we all doubled on other instruments. Like, I played the drums when the drummer would have to break. When he took his break, I would go over to yeah, the drums. Yeah, we know the drummer's doing it in his break. And then... Um, and then I guess, and I played some bass when the bass player took his break because you know they could live without a guitar, but they couldn't live without a bass or a drums. So we never got to take breaks together. And I don't want to talk about what happened on the break. It had nothing to do with the girls, though. Um, we weren't allowed anywhere near them. Yeah, we weren't making no money. What? Even even the stripper guys, like the bosses of the strippers, are like don't hang out with those musicians. They're <laughs> well, trouble. They, 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 the girls were, I think, working elsewhere. They they weren't really hanging out uh. anytime. They were out in the audience working it or in the back doing whatever. We should know. we should really work on bringing all that back. I agree. I right? want I want to be there to watch you play and just I'll be a fly on the wall. I want to be playing in strip it, clubs. It was, it was cool. I would go it back cool. out we and had play a great live. time. We 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 I want to have you it. on the mic and now Angel Angel report to the stage Mercedes to the stage. <laughs> you know what? Seriously, this all ties in. 
Jazz, beer, and strippers. Oh, it all ties in. Of course. I don't know why we're not working this more. Well, it's we're in the valley. We're in the valley too. This is. I'm like. It's like a neon sign over my head right now. So we're talking beer. <laughs> music, we do guitar wank in a strip club. Beer, uh, jazz, guitar wank, strippers. I swear to God, it's a hit. Out in, uh, we used. I'm to, not going to argue with that. When I when I first moved up to LA, I was living up in Northridge here in the Valley, and uh, I was like 21, 22, and uh, of course, a common spot to hit was the Fridays, right? TGI Fridays, you know, but there weren't a lot of. That was what you had, yeah. and I'm telling you, if I didn't see two, I saw a dozen uh, porn stars at that the Woodland Hills one. I mean, every time we went in and. Not that I ever knew, but my buddy was like, hey, do you know who that is over there? Like, <laughs> hey, you recognize her? Like, I, when I was bartending in Hollywood, uh, Jenna Jameson came in once. Really? And, uh, who? I don't know who. Oh, she was a big, big star. <laughs> I really, I, I got to admit that I don't know, I, was, I wouldn't know a porn well, star from a plumber. Later, later, check it I, out. I mean, I'd probably get an idea which one of the plumber the porn star was, but, <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't notice them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, she was uh, gorgeous, anyway, so you know. She came in and I didn't recognize her. And my uh, my one of the gals I worked with came over to me and was like, oh, "What did you do? Did you did you see? Did you say anything?" To her? I'm like, "Who was it?" And she's like, "Look at her credit card." And I look. I was like, "Oh shit!" And uh, he's like, "What did you did you say anything to her?" I was like, "What was I gonna say?" I really felt like I knew you when I was 14. Like, I I really I really really felt a connection to you when I was a young man. Uh, really funny though. Really funny. Gotta love LA. Gotta love LA, right guys? Oh it's my fun. god. Especially it's fun. especially well isn't San Fernando Valley? I don't know if it's that's, still that's supposedly Is was. it the porn capital of the world? Mm-hmm. Is it still do we still own that? As far as I know, I mean I'm not I'm not an official on it, but I they got the vivid thing right there, driving into Hollywood, you see it off the side of the road. You know, and... we we nearly rented at a house um for a porno once. Me and the missus. They paid pretty big, right? Yeah, they did. We're all for it. Me and the missus are like, well, what's the worst that could happen? They're going to put, they're going to clean up and they're going to put plastic down and stuff. So we'll take the check. But they bailed on us last minute, which is disappointing. But that would have been cool. I mean, I the stipulation was I had to be around to make sure everything was cool. Of course. I, I said that to the missus, but uh, you, you'd have it to didn't get work. yourself one of those plaques to put like <laughs> was shot here. Yeah. Uh, Debbie does the Valley Seventeen, yeah. like yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, and this goes out to all our girl listeners and the Me Too movement. Yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> sorry. Well, we haven't said anything that bad yet. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to rub them the wrong way. I uh, know. <laughs> Apparently, it's easy to do nowadays. Mm. I don't want to be a Joe Biden. I'm not going to touch you guys on Man. the shoulders. Oh, come on. <laughs> Please. You, you always do before. You know what uh, just kind of is amazing to me? I, I, I never wanted to learn about European history when I was in high school. That was the one thing I could have cared less about. I wanted nothing to do with it. And... Uh, and then I realized that all this stuff that's happening is so much like the French Revolution. Everybody getting their heads cut off. You know, it's like the guillotine's happening. And I was like, oh, I guess now I know why I learned that stuff because history repeats itself. You know, it's not literally their head, but their careers. You Everything. Know, one thing. Everything's going down. Yeah, you well, can't do but some do and some don't. Some people are Teflon and some people aren't. And it'd be really well. One person is Teflon. No, no, a lot of people are. <laughs> or they come back real quick, man. You know, it's it's really weird how some. Some 
to get the full chop, and some just right. get like a little close shave. <laughs> you know? Keep me out of all that. I no, try to I don't have no desire to every, be part of it. Every aspect that's wrong. Yeah. Shit's wrong to begin with. And technically, I mean? that's why Regardless beer is of, a good thing because it. I think it does help on a lot of levels just <laughs> in general. <laughs> it, it helped me out a lot in my youth. Right? Let me tell you, that confidence actually, juice for sure. If I was honest, it's actually caused a lot of trouble in my life, but I was excessively <laughs> using it, abusing it, and uh, I was young and stupid, and yeah. uh, I don't own any of it. <laughs> we all were, that's for sure. We all were. But I had, oh man, now I've got great stories. So, you know. Well, that's why we live, right? I, I love the adventure every day. You know, those are, that's, that's you know, that's what kind of what I love about what I do is every day I'm kind of meeting somebody new. I'm in a different part of the city. Yesterday I was in Ventura, Oxnard. Today I did a little time in in uh, the valley. And, you know, tomorrow I'll be down on the west side of the oh, beach. Oh, wow. Where do you fun. live? I live in Hollywood, just over the hill. So yep. I'm pretty central, central. In the city. I can get everywhere, which is yep. nice. I mean, we all deal with the traffic, you know, yep. so you got to be patient. My buddy always, I try to be like the dude from Big Lebowski. Yeah, like yeah. goes in, you know, we'll get there. Yeah. I just sit back, like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to get there. That's it. I'm not hey, going to worry you, about it. You know what? You knock back a few. Well, I won't do that. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Of course not. Of course not. No, I'm teasing. My job. I'm teasing. But I'll tell you what, it's fun to taste. There's so much good stuff out there, fellas. It's crazy how much good beer is out there. Yeah, yeah. Now, is... Um, North Coast Brewery, are they, are you guys, like, in a, most of the pubs, most of the, like, how do you guys work it to get into the different areas? How does that all work? You know, uh, you could, you'd like to think that it's math, that it's two plus two equals four. Right. But in reality, it's two plus two times Y plus Z divided <laughs> by X. Right. It's algebra. And, um, you know, luckily we, the first thing is we have a great beer that people like and they trust and they respect. Yep. You know, when you when a f- person walks up and they look at things they know, they see the, oh, they may not recognize everything, but they see the scrimmage and they're like, oh, I'll, t- I'll just Is that your most popular beer? It is our, it is our number one beer. Yep. Our, we actually, the first beer that put us on the map was the Red Seal, actually. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's real interesting, like the beginning, when you look at the history of breweries as far as over the last 30 to 40 years, I think it begins with Anchor Steam and Fritz Maytag and, and uh, different laws from Jimmy Carter that kind of changed things. A lot of people to open these little brew pubs and businesses. But uh, Red Seals were put us on the map. In 1988, we made this beer. And, you know, to us now, it just tastes like a nice pale ale. But in 1988, nobody was making anything that hoppy. Yeah. So you talk about us being in a far part of the world, four hours from Oakland, and a hard drive in many ways. People did it. Yeah. No internet. They drove all the way up to get our beer, and they drove away with cases. And it really wow. helped us build from 2,000 barrels to 10,000 barrels over five years, up to 15, 20. And now 30 years in, we're doing over 70,000 barrels a year, Yeah, which is pretty special. Um, but it started with Red Seal. I mean, Scrimshaw was one of our first beers. We had Red Seal, Scrimshaw, and Old 38, which is our driver's stout, which is kind of the precursor to Rasputin. Oh, okay. And so it was all about color. So you had a light beer, you had a, a red or a pale, and then you had a dark beer on yeah. the back end. And, um, you know, who would have thunk it, but Scrimshaw took off in like 2010, 2011. And there was no wow. real craft Pilsner-style beer out there. Yeah. You know, there was Stella. And then, of course, the IPA wave hit, and it's still here. I mean, they're massive, and... Um, you know, what are you going to do? We've got a few. Our Stellar IPA, which we mentioned, um, donates to the Marine Mammal um, Foundation of the Manolio Institute. So they help educate kids and they, they put um, 
they help seals and sea lions. They get them healthy and they send them back into the ocean. Where, which is, where really is cool. that, Marie? There's a few different ones. If I hope I'm not incorrect, but I believe there's one in Sausalito. I think there's one up in Washington. Okay, the one in Sausalito, yeah. Yeah, okay, sounds probably one, about yeah. right. A couple of my colleagues have been out there. They've hung out with the seals and sea lions. They got pictures with them. They're adorable. It's disgusting. They're so cute. Ugh, you yeah. know, I can't even handle it. I want a pet. Oh, I want one. You know? <laughs> uh, but it's, it's really cool. Uh, Mark, our brewmaster, he really, um, he really loves the ocean. He wanted, before he became our brewmaster and built this amazing brewery, he wanted to be a marine biologist. That's what he, that was his passion. He started in North Carolina, made his way west like everybody else in the 70s. Hippie made his so way. he's the guy that come up with the beer. It is him. It is they are they are his recipes. The, he's Mark the Redrick. brewmaster. Mark Redrick, yes. Mark, Mark, yeah, Good amazing on you, Mark. guy. Doug Moody, who is who has really become you know is our uh, vice president and also you know kind of our 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 face guy, if you will. I mean, Doug is out there. He's the one with all the jazz love. Mark makes the beer, and and Doug is out there shaking hands and and running things now that Mark has had to step way through some. Some medical issues, but I mean, couldn't be any more thankful for both. I mean, they're such the perfect McCart- Lennon and McCartney duo um, and best of friends for, for many, many years. I love Doug. I'm so thankful to have him as a teammate now. He's getting ready to move south and going to make his way. Right, it's really um, good. But, you know, it's, we have a great team, a lot of good people. You know, I went up there. You know, you never really know when you're getting into a, into a gig. And I go up, I meet the folks, and the thing that I walked away that made them the best impression on me of what North Coast was, was the people and the conversations. And I loved, obviously, look, we've talked about a lot of different stuff. I love to talk. You can tell. That's what I do. Um, but we talked about movies and music and film and journalism and, um, and then beer. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's like you go up and they're bright, fun, um, easygoing folks that, uh, that really care. And, um, and uh, it's fun. They're great. They're great. I'll just talk. I gotta say, so they were sponsored by a beer company. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I have to stop us and just throughout my day. Right, right, right. right. I mean, really, I think to myself, for the rest of my life, for the rest of my life, I'm either going to be a poet laureate or an ex poet laureate. Think about that. I want to see. So you guys need to get. You know what? You're going to need to get some new ink. All right, I want to see a big North Coast right on your neck. <laughs> oh, right oh that's kind of Yeah, that's what I'm oh, talking about. Yeah. I want to see Rasmus' <laughs> face right here on your neck. You're that talking be, about, yes. That'd okay. be cool. You're talking about, you're talking about yeah, self-mutilation for ornamental purposes <laughs> is what you're talking about. <laughs> that, would be, that would be cool. That would be yeah. a little passion. I'll man. tell you, man, I am still renting out my forehead. It's getting bigger every day, so I figure I've got a ways to go. <laughs> so, I mean, if anybody wants to rent out my forehead, I'm, you know, I do wear a hat a lot. You know what? I'm, I might take you up on that for guitar wink and just fucking... Put a guitar wink tattoo right here. Restroom? Yeah, restroom is right, right through there. Can you guys give me a Okay, minute? now yeah. we'll, now we'll, yeah. Oh, we don't stop. We just, Glory, we just keep going. You guys keep going. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, You're right. You're good. See, now, right. now, now the one thing, the change from whiskey to beer is going to particip- participate, participate, <laughs> pre- it's the precipitation is what I'm talking about, because precipitation is exactly what we're going to be, this, 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 this change is going to be wonders for my prostate. <laughs> I can always say that it's going to do wonders. Why? Hold it. Oh, because you pee so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Like unlike, you know, like a white, it would be Pinot more. Yeah. <laughs> but with beer, it's like, okay, pres- yeah. precipitation, pres- baby. Pres- Partis- a- precipitation <laughs> means precipitation. You there do? may be a few listeners out there going, okay, guitar wank. You've what the fuck far? has beer got to do with guitar playing? You guitar wank, you're not talking about Hey, guitar. wait a minute. These are all real guitar players that are listening. We don't need to explain that. <laughs> I just thought I'd check in. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. If, seriously, if you, if you have to question that, you're not a real guitar player. Right. Now, <laughs> okay, so some basic questions. We have a beer expert here I want to ask. Just basic questions. If your advice. If... um. You're playing, and it's like a real bluesy tune, and you feel the spirit, and you need a bottleneck. <laughs> Which particular beer is going to make the best bottleneck for playing blues on the guitar? Oh, my God. For a slide? Man. Whatever's in hand? Yeah. <laughs> probably a good call. Shoot. I, I, it would probably need... I would say... I know Danny Gatton. Depends on the color of your guitar. If oh, you want to oh, oh you, ah, you see? That was good. That there was good. Go. Danny Gatton would do it. Yeah, I do I it all the time. Danny, you do it. I know I've seen you do it. Yeah. I would do it, but I yeah. just don't want to put okay. down my beer. That's, so, so, so that was a, a, a rather conditional answer. wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, oh, Okay, now. I'm going to play some music for you. Okay. Tell me the proper beer to drink with this oh classic gosh. cup. Okay. All you right. ready? Uh, beer okay. matching now, the music. Now, does it have to be North Coast, or can I say any beer that comes to mind? You can say any beer that comes to All mind. Right. If you want to lose your gig, <laughs> look, I, I don't really have a gig. I'm just okay. a poet laureate. You know, I'm supposed <laughs> to piss people off. I think you've got other responsibilities. <laughs> but, I don't, you know, this, this could be fun. You know? Okay. I've All ruined right. many people's career, though, so just keep that in mind. All right. Well, straight off, that's about a two track for me. Okay. I'm sitting in the back room. It's smoky. It's dark. There's too many people, and I just poured out my brother tea in a glass, and I'm sipping it one sip at a time. What, do you, what, what is it? Or brother Thelonious, the brother tea. Oh, the brother Thelonious. Nine point four percent caramel malt oh. richness. Get it will melt your face off. Sultry and smooth, just like wow. that song. Sultry. That's a good word. It's Count Basie, April in Paris. That's the end of it. See, now I wow. would go for that one. It would it would be Le Merle. And the reason I say that is because that beer to me is the most champagne-y one we have. Ah, so the most effervescent. So for that one, I would say with the big release at the end, uh-huh. I say to myself, 
It's New Year's. <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> Pop that cork and let's start drinking. That's what I say to, for wow. the end of that track there. How many beers do you guys have? Got to be 15 or 16. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And you know what? It's, it's, it, I'm glad that we don't have 30. That's a yeah, lot for right? me to take out every day. Okay. <laughs> now we got another one for you here. Okay. This is the intro. Big all that vinyl noise from it. I love that. what you got for that i got blue star i'm sitting on a porch in south texas and uh it's a hot day it's probably you know late may pretty warm but still a little breeze coming across the the plains and uh somebody says what do you need and i said give me a blue star and they bring over this american wheat and i take a nice swig off the bottle and i say mm, good Nick, do you do commercials? Because I was right there with you, man. I was the guy grabbing the beer, and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to grab me one too. This is ridiculous. This is too good. Yeah. Good. This is great, man. Uh, See, uh, a time and a place, a song, a beer. Right? They, have, they have moments. It's, it's, it's a real connection. I'm not yeah, and crazy about it. I know, I know about all it. about Texas. I, I grew up in Texas. When I, was I don't know much about it, but that's man, what I was picturing. You know, it's flat there. Yeah. You know, I mean, once, there was once... That I watch my dog run away for two days. <laughs> that's how flat it is. Fucking, that's a stupid dog. <laughs> Man, you got some great eyesight. Yeah. Right? Okay. Next. Next. We think of Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Man. How powerful is that shit, man? Yeah. And he, he's just setting it up too. Check out the next chorus. Feeling better 
Okay, I got Wow. Well, I think that's fucking awesome music. Um, <laughs> you know what I'd say, actually? I had two that came to mind, but the, the one that kind of is going to hold true is actually our Acme brand. Uh-huh. Um, our, what's the Acme? So we have this beer, Acme IPA and Acme Pale Ale, and the brewery itself started in 1903. So and this is a different brewery. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Right, okay. So it started in 1903, yep. and then it died in the 50s. So throughout that whole age, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, obviously when this song was being played, that was a big beer to drink. It died in the 50s due to beer wars. One of the stories was that they sent beer to the folks out at WW2 and it all went bad. And when they came home, they're like, we're not drinking Acme. And so it died. Oh, okay. um, but that's just a rumor. It, it didn't work. They got bought out by Olympia and some other breweries. But in 1996, they became available. We purchased the beer. We brought it back. Kept that same look, that classic kind of pinup girl, yeah. 1930s look. There's this killer bar in Long Beach called the 49er. Little dive. Awesome, terrible, trashy little dive in yep. Long Beach. And it, they have more Acme memorabilia on the walls than you could ever imagine. Like Jack Dempsey, the boxer. Drink Acme. Yeah. And like a picture of like all these flappers from the 20s and it says acne it's more dietalicious <laughs> so it has a very tradition you know 20s 30s kind of 40s vibe to it and uh that is what i thought of when i heard well, that great track. who That's was great. that who was that on that was song? uh fats waller okay what See, was, this, I, you what know, was I the song it was called i'm gonna sit right down and write myself a letter how does it and has that been redone a few times? Oh, I'm sure it has. I mean, that sounds and like actually, something I would have heard in the 60s. And there's numerous songs that are kind of built on those chords, too. Right. So, um, what, a, what a song that just straight away, you were, you were back there. Right. And, you know, think about it. I'm going to sit right down and write myself a letter and may believe that it came from you. And then he just starts to write all this cool shit to himself. You and know? now if you wrote it today, it's like, I'm going to sit right down and write myself a text. And Instagram But the great line in there is a lot of kisses on the bottom. I'll be glad I got them. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, simpler times. On her bottom? <laughs> you see, that's, you know, there you go. He also wrote a, a song. God. I wonder if I have it. It's, um, oh, God. I don't think I have it on yeah, my amazing. phone. That, that stuff just still holds up. And I kind of doubt that no, I don't have in it. this amount of time forward from that time, we'd be listening to Justin Bieber going, oh, my God, this shit just takes I me back. I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I, I, right? You know, I, I'll t- I, I agree with you. That music, timeless. And I think, I, and, and the same way I think you could probably say Beethoven was timeless. I, I don't listen to it every day on the radio, but if it's on, you know, you're aware of the power that it has and it's, and it's, it's musical heart. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, I grew up listening. My dad, my dad was a disc jockey, you know. Oh, wow. And, uh, okay. Back in Illinois in the 60s. So I was raised on rock and roll. British Invasion, the Turtles, yeah. the Beatles, of course, the Stones, the Zombies, the Animals, the Kinks, blah, 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 blah. All, the, all that stuff. Um, I had to discover Elvis and Carl Perkins and uh, all those guys on my own, um, Eddie Cochran. But uh, I loved, I got all into that 60s and 70s rock and roll. And, and I, you know, I'll still have some Buffalo Springfield on in the car. And if I need to have a little ELO, sure, I will do it. <laughs> Uh-oh, know? ELO. A little bit of... Uh, I fucking love ELO. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's it, Strawberry Alarm Clock? Or yeah. All that some, stuff. Some fun old tracks, but, you know, I... I it, it doesn't have the same energy that it that 
that music did is simpler and, and smoother, in my opinion, sometimes. You just wonder how different would it be if they had the recording materials that we have today. I don't like, know if it would be different, better. I don't think so. I like, think it would be worse. Would, would the Temptations less. of the Supremes or Smokey, like you think of Motown, how different would that be if it was like truly produced? Oh, man. I don't know if it would work, right? Well, it sure wouldn't have the warmth that it has. No, you know, I mean, that, that's times, the whole thing. Man. You know, I, I did that, that recording. I don't know if they've put it out yet. You know, those, there's this guy in town who's doing these one microphone recordings like the old days. And so... Uh, they're making videos of it with the singer I work with, Danielle. And we all had to go in the studio and be like positioned in a certain place because, you know, the louder the instruments had to be further from the mic and the right. singer had to be closer because you just had this one mic. And it, it sounded, to my ears, so much better. Really? Yeah, it just did. I mean... Not on separate tracks. Everybody on everybody, the same... It was a stereo mic... What was the mic? Do you remember? It was this weird stereo mic. Uh, I can find out for you. I don't know. But I mean, it was just, it was so liberating not to feel deep throated. Right. It felt like a live <laughs> performance then, yeah, right? right? That's cool. You know, and you didn't not have to have headphones. I'm sorry. <laughs> I took a second there. Okay. I'm like, now I'm you going know, back to mic, all the president's they, men. Here we they go. They put a microphone right in front of the, you know, to me, that's deep throat. I mean, it's like, I worked my sound out. I never thought that anybody would put their ear right in front of the speaker. Right. And now when the microphone there, I've got to completely readjust everything because it's hearing shit that nobody uh, in their right mind would hear. You know, that's such a good point. And we all forget that, that when they record, the microphones are on everything, but we don't listen to anything like that, do we? No, and then they try to recreate what we hear through that, but they have all this separation and they, you know... and and now, of course, we well, now we listen in earbuds and stuff. We hardly ever listen to speakers anymore. So it's yep. it's every as as technology changes, they have to change the way they make stuff, and that's just the way it goes. And you know, I'm a geezer. I like the old shit. I mean, even though even though it's probably somebody who is objective could tell me it's worse, I still like it better. I don't know if it is worse. I don't think it is. I, you know, I, obviously, look, I'm I'm not on you guys' level at all. But to me, and, and, and from just my personal experience within electronic music and creating in that world where everything is on the beat and as precise as mm. precise can be, eight, yeah. sixteen, thirty-two, blah, 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 right, sixty-four, and this is how we're gonna roll. That live vibe is going. I don't know if it isn't already out, it's on its way out of that feeling of sometimes it's okay to be off key a little bit, to have that freshness and that feel. And I feel like so much stuff, I don't want to say overproduced, but in my ears, it's it's almost too clean. Yeah, It's too clean. I need a little grime. I need a little grunge. I need a little something that's a little off kilter. I love the oh, Velvet. Oh, you're going to love you know? my music. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I love Velvet Underground. I love Lou Reed. And if, if he hadn't, yeah. you know... I love you know his use of distortion and, and creating art within it that was not contemporary. It's those imperfections that make it so right, perfect, right? Right, right. And like, think about what we Human. just listened to. That last song, the imperfections of hearing the pop of the vinyl and that empty space a little bit. And he's kind of hollowed out. I mean, there's something about it. It takes you to a different world. Right. Well, yeah. here we go to another one. All right. Different I era. This. I love completely. it. Corona. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, people know the part I'm playing. <laughs> 